0: Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan. For the fans of the Houston Astros, here is your host, Rob
1: Fontenot. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball, brought to you by RamShirts.com. The company that brought you Crushed Shitty Tees, RamShirts offers custom printed and embroidered apparel. They offer direct-to-garment printing for small runs and screen printing for larger runs. Follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Ram @ramshirts. Visit RamShirts.com for all your custom apparel needs. So what I wanted to do today is call a friend of mine, Terry Cushman, to come on. He does a Red Sox podcast so I can talk about Alex Cora. And I wasn't going to talk to him very long But I wanted to get his vibe. But I already know that he's against it. And being Sunday, I didn't want to bother anybody. I didn't want to invite somebody to come on. You know, it's Sunday, people go to church, it's family day, maybe they're sleeping in, it's early in the morning right now. And so I decided to do the show on my own today. And one thing I wanted to talk about is the situation with Justin Turner, going on the field during the World Series. Now, I know this is maybe old news, but I wanted to talk about this letter that Rob Manfred sent out about the situation. Because there's people out there that know he broke COVID-19 protocol and didn't get in trouble at all. I don't care what team you play for. I don't care what the situation is. COVID-19, like all the people, you know, trying to get their side of the ticket elected in the uh, presidential election, you know, over 200,000 people have died of COVID. And so it's a big deal. And this guy broke COVID protocol and he did not get in trouble at all. And so that's why I want to go over this letter. Let's go over it together, and we'll see what you think. So Justin Turner was removed from the game. This is game six of the World Series. He was removed from the game and directed to isolate after a positive test for COVID-19. Investigation revealed additional relevant information. While not exonerating Mr. Turner for his conduct, it helps put into context why he returned to the field. So it's funny, just right there with that statement, investigation revealed additional relevant information that didn't exonerate him, but it puts in context why he came out. It actually... If it didn't exonerate him, something did because he didn't get in trouble. How can you say this information doesn't exonerate you, yet you don't get in trouble? That is a weird, weird statement. All right, here's the reasons. They gave uh, four of them. First one, his teammates encouraged him to leave isolation and return to the field for a pitcher after the game. So does that make it okay? His teammates encouraged him to come out. Leave isolation. Come back out here. Number two, he believes that he had permission. He believed he received permission, and he may have been a product of miscommunication. Two Dodger employees said nothing to him as he returned to the field. He thought he had permission, and he may have been a product of miscommunication. Three, during a chaotic situation, chaotic, Mr. Turner was incorrectly told by an unidentified person. So an unidentified person incorrectly told Mr. Turner during a chaotic situation. If he isn't making an excuse for this, I don't know what this paper is. So he was incorrectly told by an unidentified person that other players also tested positive. And that created an impression in his mind... That he was being singled out, and this makes no sense. It it, he he said he came out because they encouraged him. Now he's saying, oh well, other people had it, and I was being, I you know I was being singled out. Is that why he came out? I don't know. It just makes sense. So finally, MLB could have handled it better. And escorted Mr. Turner straight to the hotel so it doesn't exonerate him but let me tell you some excuses that's what it should say here's some excuses why he's not in trouble his teammates told him to come out he thought he had permission he walked right by some uh, dodger employees they didn't say anything it was chaotic he was incorrectly told by an unidentified person that other people were tested positive And we could have handled it better. It's our fault. It's Major League Baseball's fault that he broke protocol. It goes on to say, Mr. Turner publicly recognized that his conduct was wrong. And he expressed remorse. I remember when the Astros did that and nobody cared. Justin is a leader. He's a leader in the clubhouse. A contributor to his community and a responsible person who was instrumental in the Dodgers diligently following the health codes all season. He's a responsible person who was instrumental, like he's the leader, he's one of the big parts of it, of the Dodgers diligently following the health code. All season. And then he breaks it. In closing, oh, I am closing this matter by applauding Justin. I'm applauding him for accepting responsibility and apologizing. And he makes a commitment to set a positive example moving forward. So it already says he was instrumental in them following protocol and then he breaks it because of all these excuses and then he says he's sorry and I'm going to make a commitment to set a positive example. So it's okay. It's fine. So let's look at two things. I got two notes over here because you know I'm a rational person, right? So he was removed from the game in the seventh inning. He played seven innings because he tested positive, but he didn't get the results for the seventh inning. So he played seven innings already being positive. He's been around these guys all day. And then three hours or so, or two and a half hours in the game already. So with two more innings, made a difference. They were exposed to him all day already. Now, would it make a difference? I don't know. However, if you know that you're positive, it doesn't make it okay. I know he was exposed to him, and I think, I think one of the Dodgers players said that. Well, he, we, we were exposed to him the whole day anyway. What's the big deal? The big deal is you didn't know that you had it, and now you did. Number two, the teammates encouraged him to come out knowing that he was positive and they knew the risk. So these go together. And so if they're okay with it, then it should be okay in rational thinking. But however, COVID-19 has killed over 200,000 people and it's a big deal and he shouldn't have broke it. He should have been punished. And I know that sounds funny coming from Astros, people. I know. and I I know a lot of people. There's probably not anyone that's not an Astro fan listening to this, but he should have gotten in trouble. I'm sorry. COVID-19 is a big deal. He broke protocol, but he got applauded for it. Not only didn't he get in trouble, he got applauded for it, but I see how the teammate. So, So let's say... You have a family get-together. And two and a half hours into your get-together, one of, your, one of the people that are at your house finds out that they tested positive. You have to decide right there. Would you let that person stay? Would you say, "Ah, oh, no big deal. You've already been here for two and a half hours. No, you wouldn't, right? Wouldn't you tell that guy to get out of there? Hey, you got to leave. And now all of us are possibly exposed. All of us need to go get tested. I don't think I know personally. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say, "Hey, you already got it. You know, you might, you might as well just stay here." I wouldn't. I don't think you would either. So why didn't anybody stop him? He did say he walked right by two Dodger employees, and they didn't stop him. But if they did try to stop him, would we? Are we ever going to find this out? Unless these guys rat him out. No. That's why it said he thought he received permission. He was a product of product of miscommunication. It was look at the wording. He he was encouraged by his teammate, so it's not his fault. He thought he had permission. Nobody stopped him. It was chaotic. An unidentified person incorrectly told him that it was okay. I guess, and Major League Baseball should have handled it better. But I applaud you. You're not in trouble, and I applaud you. So. I do think it's stupid that he didn't get in trouble. That's my opinion. Uh, you waited you waited 11 minutes and 40 seconds to hear me tell you that he should have got in trouble, and it's stupid. I think the letter is very stupid, and that's why I wanted to share it with you, and that's why I wanted to go over it with you. So the other thing I wanted to talk about was Boston hired Alex Cora. So we already talked about in the last episode that... I don't know what it was, 30 minutes after Hinch's suspension was up, he was uh, interviewing with the Tigers, and they hired him the next day. And a lot of you were upset. You wanted Hinch back. Why didn't you just let him do a suspension and then bring him back? I didn't think anyone would hire him. I, I really didn't. I was wrong. I'm very wrong. I thought I didn't think people would want to get involved in him. But I don't get it. I don't get this, folks. I don't get how everyone thinks so badly of this guy and he got hired right away. If the Astros would have kept A.J. Hinch, they would have been crucified. I'm telling you. And it's the same thing that happened in Boston. Alex Cora... Suspension was over, the same time Hinch, and the next day Boston hires him back. So they parted ways after the scandal. Like, why not just let him run a suspension and then bring him back? Why not do it that way? Just to get some heat off you? Oh, we're we're parting ways with him. We're parting ways with them. So leave us alone. And we hire him back. I think that's weird. I think it's very weird that they did that. So, I don't know how many openings there are in Major League Baseball, but what about Carlos Beltran? He's the only other one. He lost his job with the Mets. Is he coming back? I don't know. So, let's move to some Astros stuff. This is, in fact, an Astros podcast, right? So, we've got... The qualifying offer, the last time I spoke about this, I didn't know the date, and I apologize for not knowing my information. But the qualifying offers need to be accepted or turned down by November the 11th. Springer was the Astros. You got Springer, Bauer, Gossman, uh, DJ Lemahieu, Strowman, and JT RealMuto. So those are only six people. Only six people or six players. I feel bad when I call them people. I should call them players, but they're still people, right? So six players receive qualifying offers. And I don't know if any of them are going to accept it. I think that Gossman guy might accept it. I really don't know. I don't know these people. I don't know how much they make. I don't know anything. So anyway, I didn't mean that. I do know stuff. I do know stuff about the Astros. I'm just saying I don't know these other teams. All right, so I did see a story last second, right before I came on. And it said, 2021 predicted roster. And I'm not going to go over all the people you know is coming back. So we know we got the outfield. And it said, free agent outfielder. And then it said, Michael Brantley. They said free agent outfielder Michael Brantley, Tucker, and Straw will be our four outfielders. So for him to think this, and it was pro- I believe it was Brian McTaggart, he would have to know that there is a possibility that the Astros are going to go after Brantley. They didn't offer him the qualifying offer because they don't want to pay him 18.9, but they think with his age and everything that, that he may stick around. And I would love that. I talked I've been talking about this the whole time. Like, let's keep Brantley. I know Springer's gonna want too much, he's gonna want too long of a contract, but keep Brantley. And the free agent we need a center fielder could be Jackie Bradley. So we got Bradley, Brantley, and Tucker. But who knows? But I like to see that. And then relief pitchers, you got Presley, Smith, Parades, Rayleigh Taylor, Scrub, and Pruitt. You got Toro and Diaz, and then you got Stubbs predicted to be the backup catcher, and we talked about that last time. So the questions are, they need, so that's total, right? We predicted already, two outfielders and a relief pitcher. That's the three people they need, and one of them could be Brantley, and I know you have to be as happy as me to think that there's a possibility that we could get Brantley because Of the free agents out there, I would rather have Brantley than any of them. Definitely, and I hope you feel the same way. But anyway, that is all I have. I'd like to thank you for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you have a great Sunday. And thanks again for the sponsor, RamShirts.com. Crush City Tees is still going on. They have all your Astros apparel. And I think he's moving into Rockets and other Houston sports uh, but anyway, visit ramshirts.com for all your custom apparel needs, uh, family reunions, stuff like that. Just go to ramshirts and check it out. He's got some good reviews there. Uh, thanks, ramshirts, for being the sponsor of the show. And thanks to all of you for listening to today's episode. We'll see you next time on Astros Baseball. Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Make sure to subscribe so that way you will be alerted when there is a new episode. Follow Rob on Twitter at Rob Fontenot.
0: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive.